in a world preoccupied with professionalism. Do you already think you know what a good podcast is? That's bullshit. That's not how the world works. Have you even considered any alternatives? What about uninformed hosts? Only the last watch was where I understood what her name actually was. Unwarranted and potentially liable accusations. Tom Cruise, he's just like fly kicks Brad Pitt. Audio issues. By the way, how do we record? Irrelevant tangents. If yeah, we go like to the girl's house and then there's like five oh, friends. I'll stop you there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a section we can have in. Didn't think you had. So you've never heard the semi-professionals. I did not enjoy one fucking single bit of it. Welcome to Semi-Professionals, where this week we are um, going to discuss Black Hawk Down, a 2001 Ridley Scott joint um, starring Josh Hardnett, Ewan McGregor, Tom Sizemore, Eric Bana, William Fichtner, Fichtner, I don't know, uh, Ewan Bremer, Sam Shepard, and a lot of other, a lot of other people. Um, a lot of people. Loads of other people. Who's not in it? That'd be easier. James Franco. He's, yeah, um, good. That's he's, it. <laughs> he's the only one that's not in it. What's Daniel his brother's Craig. name? Uh, Dave. Dave. That's it. James and Dave Franco aren't in this. <laughs> They've actually got a third brother, and I can't remember his name. Have really? They? Whoa. Yeah. Oh. He's we not should, in film. We should look that up. Um, he's like in a, I think he's in like a band or something. Oh yeah. Not very Paolo Alto. Is this all? <laughs> uh, is this all confirmed or is this hearsay? Uh, Nothing's confirmed. Nothing's <laughs> confirmed here. Not even the kills are confirmed here, boy. <laughs> um, the it was based on the book Black Hawk Down which was written by a guy called Mark Bowden. Um, and it's, uh, it's all about the, the real events um, from a 1993 military, US military raid in uh, Mogadishu, um, which obviously we, we learn all about in the first two minutes of the movie. Was he <laughs> um, there? Sorry? Was Mark there? Mark wasn't there, but Mark spoke to apparently this book is like a second by second account of um. everything that happens in this in this movie and all like a bunch of the characters are like some are like one-to-one the right the real characters a lot of others are like combined like three characters into one to make it into a movie um, and some were like uh, added on for cinematic effect um, or names changed so I heard that the guy that um, Ewan McGregor plays <clears throat> he was originally a different guy but that guy like either just after the movie wrapped got into no before they started shooting he like got arrested for doing some really dodgy kids stuff <laughs> okay <laughs> so they <laughs> They um. All right, they, let's get him yeah. out. <laughs> they had to they had to rename him and distance themselves from from whatever that was. Um, 
Okay. Uh, let's guess the budget. Semis. It's gotta be hefty. Paying all those salaries. Mm. Yeah, but this is like Tom Hardy's in this, and he's barely got a line in it. This is like pre anyone having a real career. No, Eric other Banner than, was already other, big. Other than Eric Banner. Hang on, who else is no? Because you got Mark. Str- you got the older guys as well. Mark Strong's already had a career by then. Mm. Mark Strong. Um, um, is Sam Shepard. Jason Isaacs. Yeah. Oh Where's wait, Mark-, Mark Strong's not in this. Is Where's Mark Strong in this film? Yeah, sorry, mate. Um, sorry. Well, I'm th- gonna say it's big. I'm gonna go 150 mil. 150. Wait, is that is that ridiculous? No, I think that's <laughs> no idea. Not really. That's, it's 2001. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 112. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's yeah, 92, okay. 92 million. Cheap. Um, I guess. I guess, but that's like the same amount that Star Wars roughly cost, right? That's around the time, same amount. Fellowship, but yeah, no, like less star power, obviously, in all of those. Wait, start as in Phantom Menace, cost yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The original Star Wars, mate. Not, not cheap then. Um, <laughs> box office. Oh, so this is after Gladiator. So. Mm. Yeah. Oh shit. This is like. Okay. He's already grey. He's a grey. You can. He's a grey. You can. He's. You can do what you want now. Blank check. People want to work with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. All these guys took. A yeah, cut. he just uh, finished Hannibal in the same year. I didn't know he did that. And we've seen that the the no. second no. part in the Hannibal Lecter. Uh, it's a horror, isn't it? Mm, had your chance two weeks ago. Debated, mate. I would not. No, it's more of a thriller, really. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> What's the one with Jodie? What's the one with Jodie Foster? Sounds of the Lambs. Is that the same? It puts the lotion in the skin, or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> promo that. Nobody. Yeah. Don't know what that is. It, promo it. Oh mate, you gotta watch Sounds of the Lamb. You're gonna love is it. Is it nice? I've seen oh, it I've seen once. That. Yeah, that's not a horror, is it? I've seen it recently. But is that linked to Hannibal? Yeah. Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's the second part. You know, because okay. like, the movie ends with um, with Hannibal Lecter being uh, out on the run. Out, is out it about. though? <laughs> <laughs> and... That's like one of those blasphemous uh, sequels, which aren't really a sequel. It's Wasn't true. Ewan McGregor in a Shining sequel supposedly yeah. recently? The Doctor Sleep or something like that. Doctor's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wonder how much no, that, hate was a, that got. That was a prequel, right? Wasn't that a prequel? Or maybe there was a sequel when Danny grew up, <laughs> still uh, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he uh, yeah. Dad wants to yeah, kill yeah. us. He yeah. goes back, doesn't it? Doesn't he? I don't know. Oh, I haven't okay. seen it. I haven't seen it. You don't want to watch it. Um, okay, box office. I'm gonna guess um, 474. Whoa! <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. To be fair, that's, not, go, that's not crazy. I'm gonna go 250. Okay. 
Jack, actually, I think that's not crazy. Because uh, it came out like a few few months after 9-11. Yeah, He's letting you right. down easily. But it was 170 million. <laughs> it's oh, not crazy, but, but it's less than half of that. Yeah, do, I, but you know, I think it makes sense where you're coming from. You, you All right, mate. That, fucking hell. You're going to wipe his ass. Yeah, nice. I actually had the educated yeah, guess. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you've guessed closest, but you've been made to look like an idiot. No, well done, Luke. Yeah, well, well done, Luke. You, you. No, nah, don't worry about it. No, nah, fuck you it. You get the Medal of out. Honor or whatever we do. I get the purple hat. <laughs> That's not much. Well, hat is it much? Diggity. Is it? If it costs, oh. was it ninety? Audio device changed. Whoop! What Almost. Happened? Well, not not really. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's that's the thing with all these. It's like, oh, they barely made anything. It's like test, test, yeah, test. Um, millions. Yeah. So we actually need to, still, what we, what right? we should actually yeah, find almost. out is how much of that money, like, I don't think if a movie just makes its money back, that necessarily means that the movie uh, performed well or that everybody got a profit from it. I think we need to look into this a little bit for it. So well, anybody want to take a task? It has to make a profit, right? Yeah. But I think it needs Can't to be pro- quite significant for it to be like considered an actual that everybody like gets oh, their shares back and stuff like that. Because investors and then and then you, isn't it? I suppose. That's it. <laughs> investors, yeah. Investors <laughs> and then you. That's our business <laughs> advice this week. Tune in next week. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into let's get into first impressions. Um, Jack, I'm going to start with you. When we picked this last week, uh, I think you audibly <laughs> went, "Oh yes, <laughs> seven-year-old." Oh, and hoorah! Oh, no, what do they say? Irene, said, motherfucker! Irene, <laughs> <laughs> Irene. Um, I th- potentially think this is um, in Whoa. my top top 10 most watched films um be because of it being like uh we said when you picked it uh, like massive dad dad's film like Mm. blockbuster getting it from blockbuster um maybe had it on dvd probably was always on like film four or not film four more like channel five or maybe even itv2 as the years have gone by. Um, but yeah, like proper dads. Hold on a bit. I don't know if I just heard an echo. No, we're all good. Um, yeah, like definitely uh, kind of nostalgia for me in terms of watching it with my dad many, many times. Um, and, and also it is like, it's fucking good. And it's cool as fuck. And Eric Banner's cool. Um, and part of my life is based around um, Eric's, <laughs> Eric's banner, Eric Banner's uh, Eric's character banner. in this, Eric's banners, and um, <laughs> e- uh, Eversman, Eversman, Iversman, what's his name? Um, uh, who? <laughs> the main other guy. Oh, uh, yeah, Eversman, I think. Eversman, Eversman? Let's get is this that his right. name? Yeah. Um, Let's make sure yes. we nail this. Matthew Eversman. Eversman, Staff Sergeant Matthew Eversman. Being being young and impressionable, and hearing hearing things like uh, him being an uh, an idealist, and then being like, "Yeah, actually, I'm 
I'm an idealist too. That makes so much sense. I can really relate to that. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a this is a good week for me. Cool, good week for Excellent. me. Excellent. How was the how was the most recent rewatch? Or is it is it like a you've never like not watched like, this movie? At least like yeah, once a year. Damn. <laughs> Whoa. At least once a year. Because also yeah, it's like dude, it's always history, it's, dad, no. it's always on. There's there's nothing that it's not on. Hmm. I mean, it's currently on Netflix, so I've watched it on there. Is it? <laughs> oh, for fuck's yeah. sake! He makes a point it? of doing the rounds. I bought it. We need to talk about my experience with my. Uh, ah shit, mate! Digital. Let's do that now, do actually, not- Luke. We'll put you to the end. Is that all right? That's all right. That's Pua. fine, mate. Um, Luke, we're just gonna put you on mute and me and me. Yeah. Just gonna- <laughs> Thanks. This is going to be the opposite over the hedge the last time we had this conversation. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Don't spoil it, Luke. Don't spoil it. Um, over the top, you mean? Over the... <laughs> hey. Um, kind of similar. My my. I don't know when I first saw this. I had this on DVD. Um, I, <clears throat> I, really, I think I watched this quite a lot with my brother back in the day um, and my dad as well. Uh, you know, because it's all like historically accurate uh, to a certain degree. It's it's very cool. Um, it it's very dynamic. I watched it that much actually. I think as a kid that my or as a as a as a teenager that the DVD broke and I could only watch it to like the first. How many half. DVDs have you broken? This is the only one. Hey, easy. Oh, mate. didn't we have last week? No, I just oh, mentioned no. this one here. <laughs> Oh right! <laughs> <laughs> Avid listener will recognize the story. Um, so I know the first half of this movie a lot better than the second half. Um, on on this rewatch, I um I I think what like incredible action movie. I think like it's so well directed. It's all like mm. most of the effects are in camera apart from maybe the helicopter crash, but even that is like with a lot of models, like all the effects, all the action is so incredibly well directed and dynamic. I think this movie um, flies by, um, even though it's quite samey for a lot of bits of it, but you still like for me, at least it really kept me, kept me engaged throughout. I think what I would have liked, I hadn't seen this movie for maybe, well, 10 years or so, um, which is why I wanted to revisit it. Um, what I now thought was like, maybe it would be good to get a bit more, he should have like focused on the Somali side a little bit more as well. And I get that he, he like, he, he told this after a book, so he's tied to the source material and it's obviously like closely tied to the realistic events depicted from the side of the Americans. But I think for the movie, it would have been, it would have been good if he would have focused on like the tragic side <clears throat> of the of the like Somali civilians. And you get that every now and then you get that incident with the dad that um, gets shot by his son and you get that with the with the woman picking up the rifle. But I think he could have done a lot more um, to, to this kind is of 2001, baby. We don't give a shit. That's true. That is true. Um, There's no maybe risk that's... of getting cancelled, don't you? <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, but yeah, I think that that would have made it 
a, a more emotional movie for me. Um, but yeah, other than that, as an action movie, I think this fucking slaps. Um, <laughs> Hoorah! <laughs> Luke, Luke, what's your Said thought? the Guardian. <laughs> Four out of this five slaps. slaps. Um, yeah. I'm going to agree with you, Nick, but I didn't like it. For the same reasons. I mean, I, I think... The thing is, I don't have a back. I don't have a backstory with this. I don't have nostalgia ties to it, so I literally see it for what it is, and it's quite hard because a lot of the action is very samey, uh, as you say. Um, I mean, I guess you know when you say it's well directed. I, yeah, I guess I agree. I don't really have a problem with how it's shot or anything. It's just it just doesn't really make me feel anything. It's mm-hmm. like, I know this is good. I'm watching something that's well, very well made, but it doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't make me feel anything. And I think maybe it is slightly dated in the perspective it gives. Like, as you said, nowadays, not that it's always warranted, but you would definitely have the Somalian side, wouldn't you? Like, they just would never get away with not doing that. You'd, ha- you'd have to have a balanced argument, I think. And... um yeah, I just, it's, yeah, it's a big, long action sequence, which I don't really get on with too much anyway. So mm. I felt a lot of it just kind of wash over me as the same sequence. We, you know, they check their corners and look down a street, and that happens like 50,000 times. I couldn't tell you which street was what street. Um, and I understand the, the, I think what maybe the issue is as well is the appeal historically, because I watched some of that behind the scenes as well after watching it. And they're all really into the story. Obviously, mm. you have to be, but they're really into the real thing that happened. Like they're re- mega into it, and they, like the the guy wrote actors. a newspaper strip. N- well, the actors, but but mainly like the the writers, obviously. And I can you can tell that everyone involved is doing the real life people loads of justice, but there seems to be uh, an emotional through line for me that does, does, is lacking. So if I'm not really into this story or I haven't read the book or don't know the, I haven't read the article or whatnot, then I feel like it leaves me a bit hanging in 2022. In 20, 2001, I'm sure anyone could go along and have a great time. Loads of people do really like this. But yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it's weird because I don't really have much of a problem with it. It just doesn't make me feel much. Mm. Also not but, like in the end when like, cause it's like such a like brotherhood kind of story, I guess because you're, but we've spe- seen it so much. Yeah, that's true. We've seen the sunglasses and the choppers and the, the, yeah. like the hardcore music. It just, it seems a bit Dude. cliched to me now. I love um, the soundtrack. <laughs> Did you see yeah. the, the behind the scenes bit? <laughs> I haven't you seen it yet, but I know it, but I'm going to watch it either tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> I'm to really into it. it. Fuck. It's so embarrassing. No, no, no. There's a it bit. makes sense if you've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just really quick, there's a there's a whole segment on the music because it's Hans Zimmer, right? Um, and it's there's a whole segment how he trained, tries to come up with um, with the sound, and he just like locked himself in a room with like <laughs> three egomaniac musicians <laughs> or something like that. And they were just like jamming for 12 hours straight and recording it on cameras. Um, but he does like this interview and it seems like he's um, he's really worried. Like this interview is obviously mid-process. 
and it's not coming together for him and that really comes across and i think in the end it did because i agree <laughs> there's the sound is pretty it is pretty cool um, yeah, but he's it. just so worried in that that bit and he's like i'm open doing also doing everybody justice you know because um, in the, in the documentary that's where you really realize okay this was made post 9-11 like everybody is so heavy on like mm. right we need to honor the soldiers and the soldier story and um i think you know, that's i comes think across. that's may, maybe a downfall for me right if you're trying to honor it so closely you're a little bit maybe a bit reticent to mm. branching off creatively and that it makes sense you're at a very sensitive point in time yeah so you're going to but yeah i always did I, even when i watched it as like younger i always did think like why why this mission like there must be loads of books out there that are about various and probably since 9-11 as well and, and there's more uh, well, missions in, they, in iraq they, and iran but they get into that a little bit. So basically, a story on on CNN broke where Somali um, militia was dragging a an American soldier behind a jeep through like the town square, and that uh, was this mission. And I think that's why that's why that's is that the pilot. Kinda, yeah. Oh, I see. I think, well, I'm okay. not sure if, if it's 100 percent like this is who it was exactly, but I think that's kind of where they put together that because he gets carried out the the cockpit right in mm -hmm. the first crash um, and i think that's why they why this story got so much attention because it got media attention because there's a hundred thousand or not hundred thousand that's crazy number to say nick but like there's um <laughs> there's loads <laughs> of these missions <laughs> loads of these missions all over the world right and nobody ever yeah. hears of them like these yeah 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 like peacekeeping peacekeeping missions um and I was listening to a podcast. It was a, it's actually a great, great podcast called um, Friendly Fire. With three, <laughs> with three war dads. Let me just get it. <laughs> three war dads discuss every war movie ever out there. And it's a great podcast. Like um, they've, they've done episodes on a lot of the movies we've we've done here. And I do listen to them. They prep because they're very well prepared. <laughs> um that's funny yeah don't know what I, where, I was, where i was going with that um i mean i do like i i appreciate this i think i have seen quite a lot of war films and like dad war films with my dad and i think this is why this one maybe stands out a lot more because some of them are like really shit and was it luke you messaged in the whatsapp group like after this um, after we'd picked this and said about like, it's like very typical then for a dad to respond and be like, oh, this is so American. Yeah. And it's like, and I have seen those films that feel so American. And this is not saying that this isn't, but I think there's enough of like Ridley Scott in here and good Ridley Scott mm -hmm. that keeps me slightly away from that. I was looking at his filmography and it's like, it seems like one in every like five films that he does are like really, really good. And also mm. coming in the back of, of Gladiator. Um, it's like, it's, there's enough of him being detached from, yeah, because he's not American. It's not and, like and, <clears throat> when Mel Gibson does, has anybody seen We Were, we were Soldiers? 
Jack. Holy. It's a Mel Gibson Vietnam movie, and it is so patriotic. Obviously, no, makes sense. Mel Mel Gibson's not that guy, but this one, I think it does find there are there are there are parts that are alien to me as well. Even if I'm half American, but I obviously don't identify that strongly with that side. Um, yeah, but and, for the context, like the military. Nick, this is a classic uh, British dad thing to say. No, I know that. It's, yeah, I know it's that. Like uh, any, anything, anything slightly glorifying violence or like so the sunglasses, the rock music, the slow motion walking, anything like that. Everything about Eric Brit- Banner. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess. Well, a British dad will just fold their arms straight away. It's too American. Mm. Glorifying it. Especially if they feel they've had some attachment to the war. Right. Because then it's like, right, you're making a mockery, mate. But having said that, if you're going to do a film about American soldiers, they kind of are like that, no? Yeah, did Have you seen that documentary? Well, I think any... Any military would be that way about what they're doing mm. because you're. I think so. You're drilled. Yeah, but you have to. Americans Otherwise, where are you going? Have a different enthusiasm about it. Are you sure? And like like the, the, about the, most things, but especially when it comes. Well, anyway, from yeah, what I've seen I mean, on documentaries recently, I've seen a documentary um, which was amazing on Apple TV. Ah, oh, what the fuck was it called? The Line. It's called The Line. Mm-hmm. I strongly recommend. And this might be why I enjoyed it slightly less because I just watched a real life account about something that was much more complex. And then I came to this and it's just, you know, a bit vanilla in comparison because it's not showing two sides. There's no like controversy. It's just a mission gone bad and then you win. Mm-hmm. But uh, in that, they are the same. They're very patriotic, even more so than in this film. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not really the one that's saying, oh, it's just too American. I don't think for mm. that reason, I don't enjoy it. It's just, yeah, for, for other other things. But that is a classically mm. British dad. So, thing so it is say. like, honestly, all the, all the films that me and my dad have seen, like, it, it's like Wind Talkers, Flags of Our Fathers, like Pearl Harbor, like these are like some like classics. Uh, every single time he's like, oh, this is so American, like (laughs) folding his arms. But this one, I just feel like it was always stood out because there's just enough there for me to Mm. um, enjoy. And also, you know, you said about like, set up Pearl Harbor. It's like, it's so dramatized. Yeah. And there's so much. This movie's crazy. Like, there's so much slow motion. There's so much like, oh, I think I don't know. It's, it's just too much. But whereas, like this, I just feel like I am in the action. I'm, I'm with what's going on, um, mm. and maybe thinking more is like when I first watched it. It's like it's just an easy kind of watch, mm. and there's an there's there is there's enough of like different characters um, within the group of like soldiers. Enough because like, there's in almost there. <laughs> there's, a, there's enough Brits in there to. <laughs> keep me involved but there's like there's almost like enough conflict between them within uh you know i mean when they talk about like delta and the rangers and kind of it from what i know and have seen is like delta are like the precision more like um sas Mm. or like extraction and then rangers are like the real brutes who just do like the dirty work um and then the pilots are the true bad boys right 
and then pilots, you know, we all know you like piloting. <laughs> we all know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we all know. No, you do know. You do know. But as we all know. As we all know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean. I think I just, um, just in terms of like the, the, the patriotism in this movie, it's also it helps that this isn't a because they're they're on a humanitarian mission here at the end they're not like in like invading a country or like freeing a country from from like a dictator they're they're they are doing a humanitarian mission that's why they're in mogadishu they're meant to support the you know that they can actually like hand out food and stuff like that obviously it boils over yeah, into humanitarian something else. missions have never gone badly have well, it's, they? It's, <laughs> Yeah, it's so tricky, no? Like, what the fuck are you going to do? There's like a warlord. You can either be like, right, we're just going to send like support, but then those people just get like beheaded. So you kind of have to send military, no? Like, what are you going to do? Let's talk about Zeitgeist. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. (laughs) See, these countries have natural resources. (laughs) Yeah, well, but this one doesn't. That's That's the whole... And that's the last, I think, part of the part of the narrative of this mission yeah. was that this is like the last or one of the last missions where the U.S. actually were part of a larger kind of U.N. humanitarian act. Yeah. After that, they've kind of gone off and, and you know, um, followed the oil. Done their, and done their own thing. Done their own thing, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought I felt the the first 30 minutes were quite slow for me. Like once they're flying into the Moog, as we say, um, that's where it picks up. And I love that sequence of the helicopters flying over the ocean. And it's Mm. like, you know, they're all kind of preparing. It's cinematically just so cool and well, well shot when they're, when they're flying in. Um, that's the uh, bit I liked. All the preparation I'm down for. Mm. It's I think procedural, it's all in the anticipation. It? It's mm. so it's procedural. Like, it's procedural, but also for what for me lacked in the action was tension. There was a lot of chaos and like spectacle, but the tension of the build up and waiting to go to war is often a lot more effective on screen than actually seeing it happen. And for right. me, that was that was kind of similar. So I I, re- I did enjoy the first at uh, the first act, and I'm glad it was long. It was quite mm. a long process to get there. Okay. But yeah, that was cool when the when the the helicopters coming back and they look at the guys, and was like their comrades going. Were back. they like playing Scrabble as well? Yeah. He was communicating with the other guy, right? Like they're yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. For me, the first half is a little. I mean, sorry, the first that 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 first act is slow, um, because I think they're pointing out quite a lot of obvious obvious things with the characters like every character has like its thing and josh hartnett like is the guy um oh, like, the idealist <laughs> the idealist him. and instead of that they just kind of like let it play out through his acting he has to have this dialogue where he like explains that he can see both sides of this conflict i'm like oh i don't need this i the first moment you see him is like quite obvious who he who he is um uh, on, on this other podcast, they said that uh, everybody thought of 
um, they were in a Ridley Scott movie part from Josh Harney. He thought he was in a uh, like Tree of Life kind of <laughs> thin red line Terrence he's Malick so, movie. He's so smoldering throughout the whole film. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. Um, what's on the menu tonight, Jack? Uh, Jack and potato and beans and plenty cool. of cheese. Cool. That's a um, classic uh, podcast dinner. Yeah, staple. Um, it's the sequences, I think, which I enjoy the most on this as well, which I don't know if... It, I mean, I, didn't, I, I really want to watch that documentary about how it's made, but there's so much coverage mm. and the uh, production design... Like, is, is it shot in Somalia? No. It's in Morocco. Like, it's in, it's insane. And the fact that they've got all these extras in, like, nearly every single shot. Mm. Like, the film feels massive. Mm. And it's like, there's always there's always a lot of people in the shots. But it's just the sequences of, like, the action sequences. There's, like, so much going on throughout. Which, and it feels dangerous, like, right? Like, they, yeah. they feel like they're in there alone. And even if they, if everybody dies... They're not going to get these guys out of there again. Like they, there's not enough resources there. They're so outnumbered by militia. It feels mm. like it feels dangerous. Yeah. But I could just, like, even the extras that they got in the film were so good. Mm. You know, normally there are just people standing in the background, but the amount of people that they've got in terms of like the the local militia. Mm. And they've all got guns and, you know, all, all like the, the groups of militia. Um, like, it's, it's just huge amounts. I, mm. Like, Yeah, for, watch that BTS. Because they, they say, like, they talk about, like, hundreds or, or almost, like, a thousand of, of extras and, like, all the clothes they had to, you know, um, close yeah. them in and stuff like that. It does feel. And what I like is that the militia seems... They're not like idiots. They're they're like communicating. They've got like you know they're they're communicating just like the um, the U.S. Special Forces. You know they're on phones. Um, mm-hmm. They're clearly like setting up clever kind of boundaries so that they can't get into the into the city. Um, I like that they're not just like a, a horde of idiots. Um, yeah, and I yeah. and I do like that. There's the the main guy. I, or I like the fact that there is like a main guy because it gives a face to the militia. Um, otherwise, it is just like <clears> this, <throat> like Somali pirates kind of mm. militia group of people. But then there's like when we get the the main guy, and I don't think we really like find out his name or who he is. He just seems to be like a local warlord. Yeah, but well, he's one of Idid's kind of top <clears throat> generals or whatever. Yeah, top, top gazers. Yeah. yeah. Millwall's top boy. So it's good to have a face and to to have someone who like is kind of directing them, but like to have that as like there there's the danger mm. or whatever it, whatever he's gonna do is gonna there's gonna be a big impact on what's going on. But mm. what yeah. I didn't understand this time was, um, you know, I kind of the, the 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 weapons guy that they that Eric Banner's character is. Um, stalking out in the beginning and then they kind of like hold his jeep caravan thing um what 
do they learn anything in that when when they have like the chat with him and they do the whole thing like this is a cuban cigar miami's not cuba they, yeah, do they pays off does it i don't think so no i don't think so what's that about could be good if they get like a little key something there to you know that then um informs the next move yeah yeah also you know eric banner standing in right in the middle of the market <laughs> <laughs> it's, it made oh, me laugh you know it's like <laughs> in like oakley glasses you, you might as well look. give him like a, i don't know a budweiser or something cool's light he's like yeah. looks so american he's he imported could... his own beer <laughs> he couldn't look more undercover special ops guy no it is like oakley's that fit to the back of his techie jacket yeah. <laughs> and he's got a mountain bike <laughs> Yeah, like they know the Americans are there. They know the UN are there. And then there's Eric Banner in the middle of a, a gun market. Yeah. yeah. You'd just be like, what are you doing here? Yeah. You know what, though? That is fucking cool to have a mountain bike. That's one of the first things I was like, oh, that's that's sick. <laughs> because usually he'd get a car in or what something. Mm. But he's so rogue. <laughs> that he's got his he's got just a mountain bike that is sick he's so cool in this film yeah. imagine if he had a BMX like everything he's done <laughs> his little legs going like you know when you cycle a BMX and your legs go <laughs> yeah downhill he's got some kid on the stump pegs <laughs> uh, yeah he's he pretty cool. cool isn't he and then they go on the oh, hunt Garrett. as well. They hunt and shoot a wild beast or wild beast. What do you call it? What's that? Or warthog? Yeah, wildebeest. Yeah. Warthog. I feel like Eric Banner is kind of like a nightmare. Always, there's like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like in school where someone's like they're they're like a little bit naughty, but then they've also they've got to leave class early because they've got to go play a football match or you know something like that he's that guy of this army he's mm. kind of like bit of extra treatment kind of, yeah extra treatment give him free roam let him do what he wants to do everyone else is jealous of him following the rules what's he up to now I haven't seen him in years I also haven't seen Josh Harnett in years what's he up to I think no, he's mate, in a new important. film is he uh, with Guy Ritchie with Guy Ritchie, yeah. Not crazy about Guy Ritchie. Um, Eric Banner kind of dropped off the face of the earth, no? Yeah. He was like the man. In 2000, and, between 2000 and like 2005, he was he was the top boy. The last film I remember him doing was the, um, didn't he do a Hulk film? Yeah. <laughs> Which was terrible. <laughs> oh, I loved it. <laughs> I think I went to one of my birthdays with the lads to Pizza Hut and then Hulk. Who is the Hulk? Is he the Hulk? No, he's not the Hulk, no. Yeah, I think yeah he's he is. Hulk. Is he's he Hulk? Hulk? Mm. Yeah. Of course he is. Who's he going to be? A scientist? Yeah. Rob, no. is the Hulk, the Hulk is a scientist, though. Oh, <laughs> that's a bad example. Who is he? A bin man? He is a Hulk. <laughs> Eric Binman. 
Um, oh, did you know his real name is Eric Banadinovich? No. I'm not joking. Eric Banadana. Holy shit. Eric Banadinovich. Do you think he would have got the same amount of work as... No way. <laughs> Eric. That was a great move. Drop the Dinovich. <laughs> Social network. Drop the Dinovich. Just oh, Of course, yeah. He Banner. did tr- Troy, then Munich. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Stop being an actor, eh? Just stopped. Well, I'll tell you what. If he's if he comes back, I'll be munching glad he's back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just pop my shoulder back in. <laughs> his father Ivan was Croatian. There you go. And he had and his German mother Eleanor uh, was from Mannheim. Germany. And his name was Banadinovich. <sighs> uh, I thought he was Australian. He is. Well, yeah, but no one is Australian, are they? Really. Oh, he was in Dirty John. Anyone see that? Yeah. It's pretty no. average. Terrible. Average. Oh, uh, wasn't that a TV thing? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. It's like this uh, con man. This con man. Um. Okay, here's a question for you, uh, Black Hawk heads, right? Hawkhead tonight, yeah. Really and truly, when you're watching the action, you actually know what's happening. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that, that ends that. Because <laughs> that's part of the problem. No. Is it, all, it all just blurs into one. I'm not really sure what they're trying to do. I no, I know that. street they've just taken. You oh, know, wait, you know it's, the it's general... angles of shooting here, shooting there. No, mate. They... I mean... It, it's like that family Four corners. Guy. Hey, yeah. Here we go. Secure I'm, the I'm perimeter. Oh, wait, I'm appealing to my audience here. It's like that family guy bit when they do the <laughs> uh, different directors and it's just like the... Well, I can't remember which director it is. I think it's a Michael Bay. But when it's just like close-ups yeah. of like sh- shit happening. <laughs> That's this whole movie for me. It's just shit happening. Mm, so, mm, well, I think though, well, because it's so well-directed, you always know what the immediate... Um, thing is they need to achieve where like they need to get to the other side of the road they need to regroup with the rest of the gang they need to go and secure a perimeter around the crash site they need to request medevac immediately god damn it they I think you know it's in the name mate to be honest it's what black is? a black hawk down yeah two helicopters the big objective <laughs> two. is two of them I think you you, you get lost because you lose too. interest. There is, yeah, there's a lot. There's of people. too many people, man. And they all look I'm the like, same with the, with the uniform on. Well, my main problem is this movie is very movie like. It's a very movie movie. There's nothing wrong with it's that. It's like at none at no point am I like this is real. I'm always like this is a movie, and what doesn't help that is the mm. amount of fucking people in it. Give me some blank. Fa- change out some of those stars with some people with some nobodies. Yeah, man, we had that last easier. week. <laughs> It'd just be a bit easier. Uh, there's so many people. Mm. There's too many people in it. Yeah. Maybe maybe because you know who they are now. 
Maybe they've been unlucky and everyone. 15 years ago, I didn't know who Tom Hardy was or or Eric Banner. Yeah. I mean, there is, there is, the cast is huge in this. There's so many faces. And they've gone on to, like, they've gone on, uh, the majority of the main cast have gone on to do other major, like, lead role stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's kind of difficult, but I think for me, there's enough there. Like I said, in terms of like for the first half an hour, it's basically like them kind of nattering on at each other, but like bickering between the, I don't know what, like battalions, whatever they are, Mm -hmm. Delta and the Rangers. And I, I mean, I quite like, you know, when they're all getting ready and they're like, oh, they're taping their name to their boots. Like, they're, they're like, oh, well, that's really unlucky. And they're like, there's quite a lot of separation, I think, between the two. Mm. Um, I think maybe where you get lost is when they go over the the plan of the, the, the attack. It's like literally a square drawing and <laughs> a line. It's like asking a child to do a drawing. It's like, you know, here's a house and it's like a square with a triangle on top. And they're trying to coordinate that around. Or, or that's like, that's the only exposition the audience kind of gets in terms of like the plan and what's going to happen. Because the only, mm. the other thing is that there's no, or at least at the start, there's um, kind of like that bit where uh, is the the kind of taxi man's like trailing someone or? Oh, I like that. When they're when they're saying like there's going to be some high commanders or whoever, but then when they actually do the raid, you don't see anyone specific being taken. Mm. It's just like it's just like a room of people who are now prisoners. There's no like because they did that freeze frame or that well. There's like a photograph. And then there's like one or two guys. But I never see them being taken as prisoner. So like I feel like that part doesn't quite finish. Mm. It's more of like they do that bit and then it sort of goes slightly wrong and then there's just a huge like clusterfuck of like trying to work out what's what to do next. But I feel like if had they've just had like more like closure on that little bit of the first mm. um siege. They've taken these couple specific people. Eric Banner jumps ship as soon as possible. That's the only bit I don't like. He's like the first guy to like oh, stop the car. I'm getting out on foot. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like when they when they're taking the prisoners and then they're like, oh, you know, we need support driving back. And he's like, yeah, I'll go. I'll go back mm. to base. Don't worry about me. I'll I'll be fine. Yeah, he's easy. I'll, I'll support. He's straight out, but and then and then it all starts going wrong from there, and the black court's down, and I think then uh, mm. it becomes a bit of like a political kind of political thing because they say they didn't uh, alert anyone else to yeah what their plan was cheeky, and, and then the yeah. others are like, nah, mate, we're not going to help you quite yet. We need to assemble things. I'm going to take our sweet time with it. <laughs> you just <laughs> run into there without telling anybody. Bloody US. Wait, who didn't tell who? They didn't tell well, any they... of the other UN troops that they were going to go and like take the, um, try to capture all these high level 
Intel people. Because there's like the Pakistani uh, and the Malaysian um, UN troops that are there as well. Massive. Yeah. Yeah, it is shaky. Very yeah, shaky. I think, you know what? I think I've figured out why I don't really... It doesn't resonate as much. Because now... Well, not even now. Like films that are fairly old. Look at Hurt Locker, right? That is a war film, but it's not about war. Mm. The theme is about addiction to like adrenaline rush basically it's about an adrenaline junkie you look at um uh zero dark 30 is about torture look at um but there i don't think they're the like this is an action film whereas they're more like drama with with the backdrop of of war whereas this is like just and this yeah, is this well, is this is why I, my thing or my confusion with it is slightly of like why this mission and if it's just the media hype about it, I always just thought why like who, you know, do enough people care and is it just because of the of the of the media attention? That's the thing, but I think that's the issue. Is it, every film is a drama, whether it's a comedy or action or anything. It has that is is a story. And so whatever the genre is, at its core, it's about, it's a story, which is drama, which is just the like the, the definition of it. So mm. you can have lots of action films which are about war, but they're not really just about the, exte- like the external plot. There has to be some sort of point to it or some commentary. I mean, there are, ve- there are very rarely just films that are realistic accounts of events with mm. no theme or arc attached to it. And there's a reason for that because it's just like, you, you can just go watch a documentary about that. And even mm. documentaries always have a point. To, they always have a thing that they're saying. They have a theme. They have an action, like a statement. Mm. Uh, it's quite hard to think of a, like at a very, very successful film that doesn't have that. And for me, that's what it lacks. If it had some sort of take, if it was saying these rogue guys are, you know, they haven't got the best practices, but they get the job done. And at the end of the day, they're looked badly upon for, by the rest of the army, but, you know, they're the most affected. Oh, okay, fine. But that is just a mission at the end of the day and it got completed as a video game to mm. me. Mm. There are little bits of it that in, there are in little separate, things. Peer, separate people's arcs, but there are so many people that yeah. those arcs become almost non-existent. Yeah. I think that's what I take from it, really. I mean, it's, it's barely got a protagonist, right? Like, I guess the, the Josh Hartnett character is meant to be the, the main protagonist, but even him, we lose him throughout the, the picture, for, picture for quite, like, long, yes. long yeah, periods. That's, that's an issue, yeah. Um, and also because he's, he's in the Rangers, so he's, like, he's the kind of grunt, but whereas, yeah. like... Eric Banner's got a bit more freedom, so if it lent towards more him and what he's doing, like even if they did more with him, like in the gun market, or because he's because he's they have that bit with um where he's he's killed the boar mm. and he's the commander or whoever's and he's like you know what the fuck's going on? And he's like oh, you know just feeding the troops. But yeah. he's like, he's that kind of guy that he knows is like, he, he, 
can kind of get away with what he wants to do because he's so good at what he does. But maybe if it followed him a little bit more, because he's a bit more dynamic and yeah. what he can do, then <clears throat> it would have been a bit more interesting rather mm, than yeah. rather than Evers Eversman or whoever it is. Because he doesn't like what's he, what's he do? Take over the that team and then yeah, just does the job. Like, does anyone learn anything? Does no. any one character no. actually learn anything? And that's and that's America for you, Luke. No, I don't buy that. It's just America. It's too flat. Fuck yeah! It's true because especially Eric Bana's character at at the end of this whole story, he's like, "Do you remember like how I was when I started? I'm even more <laughs> <laughs> like that now." <laughs> and that's that's fine. So in you know in screenwriting, I guess uh, community there is 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 why it, you either have. You, you have three types of arcs. You have a fall arc, you have a like a, an arc where you improve, like you learn, like a positive arc, or you have a flat arc, and you can have flat arc characters which don't change, which stay the same, but then the other people have to change, and mm. they become the people that change the other people. But you can't... Well, I guess you can, but you, traditionally you can't just have no one changing mm. because what you're watching it for is stories are inherently like examples of things that can happen for you for the viewer to learn from and if no one in the story is learning anything then you're not really learning anything either yeah i feel like that the everson and eric banner are like polar opposites and they could have had some sort of not saying they end up as opposite people but they kind of had some sort of change Mm. I mean, you know, in lots of war documentaries, they go into the fact that it's a very complex relationship with the locals because they really love them, but then they stitch them up in other ways and they end up loving and hating them. And just, I think, to be quite honest, like adapting a book, action for action is great, but it takes a lot more work to weave in an actual arc into that and still make that work. It's a book and it's a book that's based on just like straight up fact after fact after fact that like happened over like i guess what 48 hours so there's not a lot of yeah it is a problem like and we've spoken about that general problem before i feel like on the on the podcast right like the problems with adapting a real story and having to having to weave in an arc um it's tricky well Yes, but for me, the problems generally with adapting a true story is you're tied to events in that story which constrain the, yeah. the timeline. Yeah. But yeah, in this 100%. case, it's not the timeline's issue. It's, it's the fact that no one's got a really, real story. They're great guys and they go in and do a great job. Even the pilot didn't fuck up. Mm. He just got, he just well, like, partially. no one can blame the pilot. Well, I mean, the, the whole thing goes to shit, right? <laughs> yeah, but it goes to shit because they mm. got shot at in war. Well, like, it's, it's almost, sometimes it almost feels like it's half a film or it's half done because of there's no repercussions to what happened it's like it's it's essentially like a failed mission they kind of got a little bit right but it's a failed mission they didn't tell anyone that they were doing it it's kind of i guess maybe typical america just going in like all guns blazing um mm. 
and 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 not really paying for what's happened. But it, it's like the at the end, and they say uh, the garrison um, accepted like all responsibility for what happened, and he resigned. But there's and and then he resigned like the next day after the the guy they were after is Died. is killed anyway. Yeah. So it's like it's almost this kind of happens, and this is the factual part. Say or like like a court case. Like this is mm. this is what happened, and this is what we're telling you happened in the court case. And then it's him, it's him dealing with the repercussions. Or but you mean we we don't see enough of what he does anyway. He's just he's very one dimensional anyway. So it's just it's just it's just telling what's happened, but like trying to make it either cool or action or sexy mm. or funny or heroic they, um, they they go into something in the in the behind the scenes that could also be a problem so basically they needed the whole the, the story is called like black hawk down right so they need black hawk helicopters and the only buddy that the only person or thing that has black hawk helicopters is the pentagon and they only agreed to give them the black hawk, hawk helicopters if the they are portrayed or the u.s oh, military man. is portrayed yeah. in a certain way of course Can't do that. so that course. is very limiting on like maybe like who you know how how can uh who can learn something like yeah, in terms of like right nice. like because any soldier is gonna have to at the end look like well yeah that was tough that was tough but i'm glad that we like survived or something yeah. like that yeah. rather than at somebody the at the end be like fuck this fuck this war fuck i don't know no yeah that's 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 just i mean majorly problematic to begin with um, yeah. yeah oh but I, I so i was thinking that the if you say that the genesis of the story was this shocking news footage of cnn mm. and this guy getting dragged behind a jeep or whatever it was something like that that's yeah. To me, that is a great thing to focus on, which they mm. didn't really. Because that brings it all home, right? That allows all the gung-ho brutality and it gives it gives you justification for well, it. That, I feel yeah. like the Somalians, okay, that is, it's, I know it's a humanitarian mission, but I feel like the guy, if they were motivated by this shocking, horrendous image which went against the Geneva Convention or whatever, and it was saying that even in war, you can That happened after, though. Well, uh, yeah. Well, this is the problem with the true story, I guess. But if that was focused on... Or, or, they, or they... Let's say they opened the film with that image and it was just like a one of this bloke being drugged around the streets... Yeah. I think immediately I'm in, and then it's saying something. It's immediately saying something. I think the and studio would have come back to it. Would have shut that idea down pretty quickly. I agree. But I why? Agree. The rest of because it is because it's too. It was like really traumatizing, apparently, like to the US. Ah, oh, see, this is just limiting. <laughs> Look, this is Luke's annoying. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. Because that's the like whole, giving someone a watered-down version of what you're trying to say. Mm. I mean, they're all trying to like give it, oh, we're doing it justice and everything. Oh, we're telling the truth. It's gritty and all this. Well, you're not. Mm. I mean, that would be way more potent. Because the whole story, the, the, the important bit is like the whole no man is left behind. And that was that's a big part of that, right? We it's don't just, want our soldiers to be seen like that. Like we have a yeah. responsibility 
to their parents to da, 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 that we ensure that everybody makes it home and we're willing to risk more lives to get that but you need to somehow i guess maybe that that initial incident needs to be in there a little bit more clearly yeah. or yeah. Yeah. or Even did they maybe assume it. They probably just assumed that everybody knew. I don't know. But imagine even documentary footage. Mm. Like the you see it on CNN. CNN. It's so in the it it's in the BTS. Like, well, yeah, parts okay, of it. But no parts of it. Yes, I mean the. No, no I, I, open the I agree with you. With, I agree with, with you. the thesis that these people are fucking insane. One, you're building up the antagonist. Two, you're you're saying something. You're saying this film is about. Yes, we might be like all those British dads at home might be saying this is too American. Well, this is fucking why we're doing all this because our boy is being drugged around the streets by with a, mm. by a jeep. Like that's so powerful to open. And if that's what got everyone involved in the project excited about it in the first place, why not use? Just seems crazy not to use that as the driving thing to get the audience into it. So yeah. I'll just capture every audience member. Just be like, that's yeah, I agree. Out of order. I get it. I think you start with the Somalis first, don't you? Really, you start with the humanitarian aspect of why they're they're there in the first place, um, and and, and, and see that, yeah, and and why the why that's, why the U, yeah, why, fine, but. why the UN there? Like, you want to see why they're there? What you know? What what's their cause of being there in the first place? Because you get the whole uh, exposition and the text at the start explaining it all. But as Luke always says, show don't tell. And if you if you did show, I don't a bit mind more of that. saying them saying that. Yeah, but I think if they I had, mean, if if we like, if we kind of had like a, I don't know, a few months prior to that of it's Eric Banner doing undercover shit or or whatever, and <laughs> and understanding mm. a bit more of what's going on because it is. I I did look at it. It's like it's the first half an hour of them just chatting to each other at the base, and then from then it's like. Mm up until like it's nearly an hour and a half of just pure action yeah yeah i guess the reason they didn't go into the somali conflict is because it's such a like they probably decided like right we're just going to do this as as text yeah. somehow it's way too complex and complicated to show it any other way i would assume i would assume because like is the it, civil war so. is like like there's like so many different interests and it gets got like pretty messy over a long long time I think yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah so they're probably like but it's funny isn't it because that guy at the start who they uh, capture on the jeep Atto yeah and, and he say, he says the same but he says like why are you here it's civil yeah, wars this is our war this is civil is war. our war yeah burn into my memory that sentence yeah always yeah. But it's kind of, I guess, it's just enough, isn't it, as a action romp? I agree with that. That's why I said, like, I I watch this and I've enjoyed the action. I think it's like put together so well that I I do understand what the immediate next step that everybody kind of has to take um, yeah. is. But that's because I'm in, engaging in the action, and I understand that, yeah. Luke. If you're saying like, if it doesn't captivate you, I I get that. And it's hard, and then it's really hard to maybe keep keep track, or yeah. There's a there's that. a there's a thin red line there <laughs> through uh, where where if it had gone the other way, it would have been like Michael Bay, and it just would have been a complete fuckfest. Mm. Um, 
and maybe even had done better at the box office. Yeah. Not that they didn't do bad at all, but I, I, I think it's for me. It's like it's yeah, the, the sequences and, and and how it's all put together and the the coverage. Uh, yeah. It keeps me going. And I like even that there's the always same. there's always two of them at least, kind of right, mm. and they always need to look out for their other their other person, and the one that I think does that kind of best is the um, Tom Hardy and. Uh, I don't know. Is it Nelson, the guy that yeah. goes deaf? <laughs> oh, What's that scene name? makes me He's so sad. S- yeah, and they provide a bit of comic relief as well, because <laughs> otherwise it would like if they didn't have a little bit of that, it just would yeah. have been like pure. That. Yeah, I mean, I, I find it pretty sad, but I guess it's funny. <laughs> See that guy? That guy has the closest thing to an arc. Yeah. He's like, at least he goes deaf and then gets better again. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's the only person I remember. Yeah. No, sorry. You have to have a no, fucking art. No, I, I, I agree can't with that. You just have a, like, a walkthrough gameplay thing. You, you, you can. You can, because it's just entertainment. Oh, it is it's just pure entertainment. This is not entertainment. It's not, it's not trying to be defined by stories. Stories which being plot, verse, and character, and theme. The, I mean, the story is those, we need to get... If one of those elements is gone, then, yeah, it's entertainment of sorts, but you're saying entertainment as in, as if enterta- the definition of entertainment is just gunfire. It isn't. No, the thing that makes no, no, you no. entertained is the combination of those. Things. There's, there's also very clear stakes here. You know, right? They need to get every person out of there. That's what, what that's what kind of the, the the whole motivation for everything is. Like there is a little bit of an arc. Yeah, I guess they got to so. get everybody out. In but they didn't begin with saying every, every man doesn't count. Well, no, they do. In a way, no. they do talk about that. Well, because when the when the general comes up and gives them the the speech uh, um, in the helicopter, he's like, "Right, you guys um, behave yourselves out there, whatever." And remember, uh, nobody gets left behind. And then they're like, "Shit, what's wrong?" And then it's like, "Oh, he's never said that before." And you and is like, "Ah, fuck." There is that. Like they do set <laughs> oh, that up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take that. But I and agree, also I think it, it could be done visually the, like stronger of some sort. I do it's like the there. sequence of them kind of saying, uh, you don't need that. Or, you know, when he's he's filling up his water bowl, you know, you, you want, we're not going to be there long enough. You don't need that. Yeah, what does he and say? that guy you, you who takes take... <laughs> a beer and something. He's like, what? Beer and he's weed. Like, <laughs> like ammo. <laughs> Obviously, ammo take ammo. Beer, beer and weed obviously means ammo. Um, <laughs> and a guy takes his armor plate off his, off his back. Yeah. Uh, plating. He's like, well, I don't plan on getting shot on the back. Yeah. And then it's... lo and behold, <laughs> man gets shot in the back. Yeah. You see that coming, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I'm, I'm now assuming also everybody who went to see this in cinema knew exactly how the story played out. If this was so well documented back in 2001, I guess the world was also occupied with 9-11. Maybe people were... No, yeah. but what, what wasn't their point in the documentary that not many people were talking about this? Uh, 
No, the, the point was nobody talks about these kinds of stories, even though they happen all the time in different like little missions all over the world. The only reason they talked about this one was because of the, the footage that came out with the soldiers being mistreated, the bodies. Um, yeah yeah uh are you guys think of the scene where where they need to pry open his leg to get the artery out yeah sick yeah really enjoyed that <laughs> uh, the finger as well he's never bothered oh, the me before bad. as well where he just like like puts it back just, around. just like folds it back on <laughs> like I don't know the end of a sausage rolls like yeah. falling off and he's just like flopped it back on it's like nearly headless Nick's head yeah yeah hey. for all our Potter heads out there <laughs> what a pot head uh, uh, um, what else we got Oh, you can do some trio. It looks good. Yeah, it looks brilliant. It's, it's shot well. It has yep. got that overcranked early 2000s contrasty look there, doesn't it? Yeah. That's the point, Luke. Uh, like We're that. in 2001. It's a good but then point. some shots were fine. This is, this is what life looked like back then. If you remember, Christ, look at if you remember going to school and a contrast, you passed. high contrast. Yeah, I do. And then do you remember in 2011 where life was a, a ungraded flat log <laughs> <laughs> realist documentary? <laughs> wow, those are dark days in school. Oh shit! I um, the one scene I wish they would have changed visually a little bit is a scene where they do the sneaky, sneaky, sneak attack with the night vision um, things. It looks like they're just standing there in bright, bright daylight. Like when they, yeah. they like just poke up in front of them, we can see them clear as day. And the guy's like, yeah. whoa, what, what? Now they could have done that a little bit more like stealthy. It's a shame, is it? Because I was thinking of, um, well, I was thinking of Sicario because they yeah. obviously did it so fucking well in that. I did um, want to watch Sicario next now. I mean, haven't we already done that? No. No. And and Luke's in Mexico, so we could talk about that and tie that. Yeah, do it. <laughs> it won't be there, but we can <laughs> we can call him in. <laughs> Is it actually like that? We you checked your walls. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's oh, not good. I just got that. Yeah. yeah. That's not nice. Airbnb with cavity walls. <laughs> Weird smell. <laughs> Cling filmed dead people. <laughs> yeah. That's my worst nightmare. Um, Can't wait to come back with jaundice. <laughs> Just from the grade. <laughs> you know, Steven Sourdough traffic grade. Anyone's in traffic. <laughs> Dude, I thought that movie was when I was a kid. That was like, wow, so complex. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure now it's like, oh, <laughs> so. Yeah, oh. I think it is a little bit. <laughs> Whoa, it all ties in together. <laughs> <laughs> I 
God, that was sour. Can't white balance in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a white balance Mexico joke, shall we? <laughs> oh. Um, Mate, you're in for a you're in for a bit of a shock. Yeah. When you get there and you realise it's not actually orange. <laughs> no, can't wait. Anyway, trio. Jack. Yeah. What do we start with? Like or dislike? I forget. What does it matter? I like Eric Banner. Yeah, that's my first like as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should put on my special forces glasses again. Solid like. Uh, I'll go with mountain bike. Slash yeah, Eric cool. Banner. Also, yeah, yeah actually, you know what? I do. Um, how did he get the mountain bike across all the sand dunes? He pushed it. It was a pain in <laughs> the ass. Seen his legs. Because <laughs> that would have been really long. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't look so cool then. <laughs> <laughs> right, just film me walking in to this town. Don't get the rest of it. That's the extended. It's eight minutes of him <laughs> bush trudging, <laughs> trudging him through. cycling through sand. <laughs> it's staying in one position. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, just ringing the bell as he goes through the Mog gun market. <laughs> Coming through. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. On your right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> These bloody tourists. Um, nice room booked at the Olympic Hotel. Yeah, yeah, go. <laughs> uh, where am I? Um, yeah, I like I, the payoffs of all the little, like, you're not going to need that. And it's just like, uh, come on. <laughs> we you already know need they that. need it. We know they need it. Everybody knows they need it. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, I love a... A Muslim prayer scene. City. There's the there's the mood scene on the <laughs> calling for the prayer. I fucking love. It. I'm a sucker for those scenes. It's well good. Have you been oh, to any Muslim countries? Yeah, mate. Been to Palestine Marrakech. and to um and to oh, yeah. Dubai. It's have, you, have you heard the prayers? I have. Yeah. Yeah. They're actually beautiful. The best thing is when they when they come on and there's like five mosques in the city and they all yeah. come on like one or two seconds apart from each other and then it's like it starts there and then yeah. there and there and there. It's one one singing out and one singing out and John and then the other one singing <laughs> Queen. <laughs> it's better than the shitty Christian bells. Those are yes, 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 so true. Shitty. <laughs> Shit metal banging off some other metal. Dong, 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 dong. Steady on, mate. That's Big Ben. Oh, shit. You've literally got like the best singer from the region. I wonder how they hold like auditions for that. Do they do X Factor to get. Yeah, so I mean, how do they get. It's part of the skill required on the job spec. You know, you, you can't just go there with not a good singing voice. 
know, you gotta hit you gotta have the big three: acting, yeah. singing, and what's the other one? <laughs> Dancing. <laughs> um, got a who's it? Nick. No, you. Oh, you did Call to Prayer, didn't you? Yep. Um Classic like Call to Prayer. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. So oh, the helicopters! Yeah, crossing boy. each other on the beach. I like that. Yeah, and them like looking at the others, being like, "You just went through some shit." It's yeah. our turn. Yeah, it's good. How's the water? It's oh, great. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, baby Orlando, <laughs> coming. Dislikes are coming. Full of sharks. <laughs> Loaded with sharks, though. <laughs> Loaded. Dude, I'm loaded. That is literally like Dan <laughs> talking to his son in the back. <laughs> yeah. I'd forgotten. Great he- waves, but loaded with sharks. Uh, I'd forgotten he's in it. And it's, it's kind of. And then I was like, oh yeah, Orlando Bloom's in. Oh, and he's dead. <laughs> oh, he's he the doesn't die. No, he this doesn't is the first die, time I, I realized he didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was talking to Blackburn the other day. <laughs> Who's not dead? Sergeant Blackburn. Um, I like the uh, taxi informant guy. Yes. And and how he goes to the first building and he's like, yeah, it's this one. And they're like, okay, right, let's start, let's start setting this all up. It's Irene, Irene. And they're like, oh, wait, let's just make sure. And he's like, well, it's not. It's, it's it's couple it's couple buildings several down several blocks down yeah <laughs> and he doesn't even try and hide his lie either he's just like yeah okay you got me yeah it's here I swear are you yeah. sure no it's a couple buildings <laughs> <laughs> it's about a kilometer down the road <laughs> uh, um hmm. I like the all units Irene bit when Jimi Hendrix comes on. I know it's all cliche yes, military that movie. Sick. Nice and then that's American. that's a cut to the Somali prepping music and they have that Hans Zimmer yeah. Oriental shred. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Zimmer Somali shred. Oriental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Luke, what's your final like? Um, Give us some good. I mean, I go with like aerial shots. I think in a in a grid system town, a grid system town. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in a war thing it's just you gotta have loads of aerial shots and you just gotta do it and I think they did it enough yeah because yeah. like it, it does orient you sorry I've gone. yeah and then, do you like the ones really... on the little TVs or are you talking about the real deal no I'll talk about the real deal before drones as well which I like mm-hmm. you can see the wobble of the helicopter mm-hmm. have well, actually one of the aerial shots actually one of them was really fucking good is the call to prayer um, and he's, he's the one in the tower and they're like they're doing they're going around him hey man that's the one I'm talking about hey that's I'm talking about too. <laughs> oh, 
to that make out. Be... <laughs> to, to, to the prayer song. <laughs> hey. Uh... Uh, dislikes? Oh, mate. Give, give us some honorable mentions, Jack. Come on. You must um, have a bit more. Come on. Grimesy, obviously. Grimesy, what a guy. Can Which never be he? too fine. Can never be too coarse. Ian McGregor. Ian McGregor. Oh, yeah. Coffee. Always has. Coffee. Always uses coffee. Always got. And he makes it like middle of, a, of the whole fucking war. And he's. <laughs> and he. In, of all, also, of all the things they were like, yeah, you're not going to need that. You're not going to need that. And yeah. then no one said to him, no, honestly, mate, you won't need your coffee grinder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, shh. And he runs yeah. and you just hear beans clacking in the <laughs> grinder. <laughs> Grimesy. Yeah, that's good. Um, I also really like... I, I like the organisation of it, even though it doesn't go particularly well. Mm-hmm. I like the organization of how there's like there's Delta team and then there's the Rangers and then you've got the guys in the cars and then you've got the aerial team and then you've got those two little guys in the chopper who are like calling the shots and then they're like okay you need to swap out with him and then you need to, uh, it's like a chess game from above mm, uh, I, I just loved I loved all of that and how they need to relay messages through yeah. on each other yeah, that's what and then there's like there's the two sniper guys and they're like okay we've got two people here like do we have permission and uh, yeah. I love um, I, I think I like them I like the military <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I like the military that's official semi-professional stance <laughs> I like the organisation we like the yeah. military <laughs> uh, honourable mention like for me like a chess game you see <laughs> Day one of boot camp. Um, I like the little bird helicopters. They're like little, and they can land on the rooftops. That's pretty. That's pretty slick. That's pretty um, neat. Uh, and, and the scene. I do like the scene where twa- where um, the guy goes deaf. That makes me sad, but I like it. It's like yeah. don't fire that. And you, oh, yeah. oh it. You can imagine how painful that is. To lose You'd be pissed. You'd be so mad. But then again, he did it. fucking said. He did it, otherwise they'd be dead, right? I'd he rather was... be dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Tom Hardy, I'd rather be fucking dead right now. Listen, young Tom Hardy. And now I'm mm. Tom Hardy of hearing. I also... <laughs> fucking... <laughs> oh, God. Um, I also like the, the brotherhood that they have together because mm. of... Like their little mm. lost adventure. Those two are good. They are yeah. good. Yeah, They're good. Best in the game. Is that is that going to be our fifth semi? The guy that <laughs> guy that goes. Yeah, deaf. yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's our fourth semi today. Yeah. I was thinking one of the Somalis actually. Is more <laughs> <laughs> the guy that says this is civil war. <laughs> Somalis. <laughs> I'm just ignoring oh, okay. these. Okay. Okay. Uh, dislikes then? Is it my turn? Oh, none of yeah, them are actually I'll start dislikes. fucking Somalis. They're all like Nigerian actors. Oh, you can't do that. that. You'd never get away with that now, would you? Oh, no. It's like shooting a movie about English people, but all the actors are Polish. <laughs> 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 they look completely different. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it, w- it would be a fun movie, maybe. <laughs> anyway, onwards. There's a joke in there somewhere. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, Honorable mentions, Luke, or, or no? No, I'm going to say no. All right. Luke needs those on this round. <laughs> He'll have some in the dislikes. So, I a few weird masks or like radiant masks across across Ooh, frames. Like Did anyone see those? It's a, uh, it's during like the start uh, when they're in the hangar. Um, Ooh, uh, let's have a look. I'm gonna give you. Well, I oh, cut, fuck. What like were they uh, some TCs? Where it's like they have like it's like a normal shot, but then the colorist has just put like a a dark gradient. Mm. Hold on. Yeah, we're gonna need some, some proof. In, give me some right. rosemary and thyme codes. <laughs> we need to. Uh, yeah, me too, mate. I've got it open here as well. We need Hold VAR. Hold on. Nice Nick. Nice Nick. Nice football reference. Yeah. <laughs> God, you're so cool. Thanks, Holy guys. Holy shit! Actually, I've run into some. Oh, give us a time code. <laughs> Wait, where they're really dark? Sixteen eleven. There's one where he's drawing. Yes. I'm on that. Yeah. What Holy is that? Holy shit, how dark is that? What, like above him? Is that meant to be a soft focus bed? Uh, like, above, like shooting past something? I think, I think it's just like the over shoulder shot is just mega dark, but then the coverage from the other side just doesn't match whatsoever so they just thought oh we'll put right. just like a shit vignette over the top and no one Jesus. Knows. that's bad but like he, when he looks back it's like he, like his head's just in, in a shadow but there's like a few there's a few of those wow yeah, yeah. also that other guy looks like like bloated Heath Ledger <laughs> yeah I thought it was Heath Ledger so do you re- so but yeah but that doesn't change it the kind of like exposure of the whole shot it just looks weird. Yeah, it's well, like it's like it's literally just got a shape mask and yeah, just just darken that top half of the of the frame. Yeah, they want to make it seem like all the lights coming just from that little book thing. Yeah. Whoa, he looked Oh yeah, he looks back and his eyes are gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Jack has studied this movie. Yeah, that's great. That's good stuff. That's what the fucking people want, man. Yeah, that is <laughs> definitely not what the people want. <laughs> Whoa, shake marks. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Vignette. That is pretty crazy, though. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, who's got, whose go is it? Oh, me. Whose goals is it? My goes. goes is it? Goes. Um, weapon salesman in the market demonstrating by shooting <laughs> <laughs> into the air <laughs> several rounds. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> hey man, there's people here. There's that's, um. That's expensive, right? It's gonna be expensive. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. People might die. Um, oh, speaking of shells, I love the sequence where um, Everman, is that his name? Josh Homan gets the thing in his ah, it's hot, ah, hot, hot, hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. 
It feels like you're there. That's real war. You don't get that in other films. You don't get that. That's the thing. You you want to have things that you don't get in other films. You don't get if that. If you can do that, yep. you smashed it. Yeah. But here's what you don't get in a normal household. No, no, you can finish you that. You don't... No, no. I'll get, I'm going to see my dislike here. This is a segue. Just put the phone in the in the charger. Yeah? Don't have a kid throw it to another kid a floor below and then hand it to you. He's not looking at anything. The, the, the first guy with the phone is looking at what's coming and then yeah. he's just going to phone you but he's just phoned your son who's on the roof. No. Who's just, who's just used time to throw it to another kid your other son and your other son's come in and just gone dad someone's on the phone for you I don't know what it is but <laughs> but they need to be on the roof because it's a satellite phone mate oh do they yeah but then he answers it below yeah he's not on like he's not yeah. on like E no he answers it in the room yeah, why don't you just dial land by where's the, the landline by the hub we're gonna have to go into like, the AR again I like that phone though Look, yeah. I like the procedural about it, but it doesn't make any sense. Just have it in the room next to you. He'd have picked it up like that. Mm, you would have known it even quicker. True. Yeah. Have it by the home hub on the dresser like yeah. everybody else. But everybody needs the, a job. On the, di- on the dial up. Yeah. It looks cool to throw something to someone, and if that's what they're going for, fair enough. But I would assume in war, time is of the essence. It's true. But it's very yeah. cool movie stuff. And yeah. I'm, and I'm actually all for it. So that shit's fuck. <laughs> 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 all right. Okay, Jack, what's your second um, dislike? Uh, funny that he, he later becomes... Um, he's in the Fantastic Four, but the guy who uh, <laughs> does the, the fit... While watching TV is that is the worst acting. Yeah, it's I've not a great fit. He's ever like, seen. Oh. <laughs> he like, yeah, it's not good. Mr. Fantastic. Like his fake laughing is fucking. That is terrible. the that's the that's the bad part about it. Him laughing at this TV show that he's seen a hundred thousand times. Yeah, he's like, oh, this he's is like, the best part. <laughs> That bloke get the lead in Fantastic Four though. I don't know. It's got like zero charisma. It's I really weird. Who watches Fantastic Four though? Oh, oh the mate, original, I used to love it. The, f- the first one, yeah, sick. Yeah. What's that? Chris, Ev- that? Chris Evans was Chris the... Chris Evans says, you're hot. Yeah, thank you. So you <laughs> are epic. <laughs> Tried that in every doctor's office with my mum next. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you're hot. Thank you, so you. Thank you, so are you. Yes. Yeah, he's cool in that. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, Next one. Um, My next one is... uh, I think it's Tom Hardy. When they're they're, like leaving for battle, he's like sat in in the helicopter and he's like stroking his gun with it. He's like... With a smile... (laughs) lunatic these are the people like if anybody displays any kind of that behavior they not should not be allowed to go to war whose go is it Must um 
Orlando's accent. Uh, okay. Uh, what's the Orlando. sentence? Orlando. No, Jack. I think it's your go. Oh. No, but well, you, you've 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 gone. So uh, let's go. I've gone. Orlando's accent. Orlando's oh, accent. So what's it like? Yeah, it's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> what's it like out there in the field? <laughs> Is that your American? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my Orlando Bloom's American. Yeah. Um, it's almost and... Charlie Hunnam level bad. Oh, God. How bad uh, is that guy? I'm, I'm <laughs> jumping on that, but with Ewan McGregor's equally bad American mm. accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- those two in that scene are so shit. There's <laughs> one grinding coffee that they're talking about surfing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in a war shit. zone. <laughs> Go on, oh. I guess I kind of love it as well, but the he's right behind me, isn't he? Bit with the comedian. <laughs> Where he does the comic <sighs> oh, routine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my final dislike is um, it's more of a sympathy towards the gun uh, market seller man after trying so hard at the start to sell all of his weapons. As soon as the Americans come, everyone just takes his guns anyway. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> he's gonna, you're going to pay for these or what? Yeah. He, I, surely the warlord needs to pick up the tap on this, right? They're fighting his his cause. They're his militia. Why? Do, why do they have to like? Why do they have to buy their own <laughs> guns? Guns. They're playing they're the, the big buff. leagues. You know they can't bring their own shitty. That's not fair. Why is there That's gun a salesman? Damn, that's cold. Tax. Um, Luke, did you do three? Uh, not yet. Um, so the kid that keeps shooting at his dad for ages, and it's like it just made me think. You know when he jumps out and he slides and he like falls down straight away, and the guy and the kid is like spraying up his dad. For mm. eight, for set, like three seconds at least. Mm. It just made me think he was going, now I'll teach you not forgetting me that Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just used it as an excuse <laughs> and then pretended to go. That's pretty cold, mate. Yeah, it's cold. <laughs> Honorable mention. Um, yeah. The pilot going, no, 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 it's fine. Are you all right? No, yeah, no, we're, we're good. We're good. Mate, you just got a bazooka. You just keep saying he's fine, and then yeah, they yeah, go, that's true. Getting he's slight like, vibrations in the pedal, yeah. the helicopter's like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good though. And at I'm that good point, though. the other bloke's so pissed off because he's like, "I told you, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not fine. We're going down." <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um. Yeah, I think honorable mention for me is <clears throat> Josh Harden at the idealist conversation he has like explaining the conflict to everybody's like why he was why he likes the skinnies yeah 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 
See, I think that was their attempt to like, right, we'll start a little conversation here. We'll like put in a little bit of a beginning of an arc. But mm. then kind of used it in the wrong way. Like, don't... Because the, the, the film is not about whether they respect the other troops or not, is it? Like, that's a lot... A lot of films use that approach, but then continue through that throughout the film using that theme. But if you haven't got it, then don't just chuck it in. I felt like it was just, like, chucked in. Yup. Right, let's wait. Um, okay. Start us off, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, I can. I can. I'm going three and a half. Um, towards a four, but not quite a four. Uh, for me, like, great action scenes, but feels dated in its in its storytelling I think good to see like feel bad for somebody a little bit more on the other side as well like they're just well especially in the end they just say like 1,000 Somalis lost their lives and 19 Americans lost their lives and it's like <laughs> holy shit that is an insane <laughs> insane amount and it's just kind of like glossed over in this movie yeah like they don't and you know and then they follow that with paying tribute to every single US soldier there by <laughs> listing their name and one then they go there's too many Somali cemetery so that's the extended one, two. yeah I don't know it's the extended eight minutes but you know incredible incredible fighting scenes um, onwards uh, I'm gonna go um, for a four. Um, I, uh, yeah, I do like this quite a lot, and I've just I've just seen it so many times, um, gradually as I've grown up. So, um, yep. yeah, it's, it's a great dad film, and one day you'll probably show uh, my son or, or daughter. <laughs> oh, your daughter's gonna love it. Yes, yeah, she will. <laughs> Yeah. Leave no man behind. Yeah. <laughs> Always remember that. <laughs> um. Um, I'll go two and a half. Um, you know, didn't hate. I mean, I like Ridley Scott a lot. I think that's what brings me back up. Yeah. That point five because I'm like, yeah, it's good. It's well done. And to, to carry off a film as big as this, um, he just is. He's, he's such a just solid director you can give him a film that's so big and he always just kind of well nails it every time but like he just you can just do it a, a good job yeah and um it's a lot of action to direct and yeah Impre- impressive it's an impressive spectacle yeah yep and the, as you said the size and the extras and all that it's pretty cool yeah um cool all right let's um Let's so pick a movie. Yeah, let's pick a movie and we can then discuss how we're Alright, bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll see what you no, guys you are can... doing. I'm interested. You can watch it on the plane. You got yeah, plenty I of might time. Actually, I might stream in. Well, I'll we... still be on the plane when you're doing it. Luke, you could give us one of your a pick. 
something. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that to you. Well, what? Like, otherwise, Jack's gonna, Jack's gonna pick a movie, or do I? I, I guess I can pick one as well because Matt's not yeah, here. Yeah, but both, I was just gonna put both of you go. I was gonna put Misery for Matt because he's putting on his picks for the last four times. Yeah, I mean, if Jack doesn't put on some D or Incendies, I'll put that in. Oh yeah, let's put that in donation. Let's put because that in. I think that's a good one. Or just like. do let's just Misery then. Because if we do incendies, we'll probably want to do that together, right? Okay, let's do misery. Okay. Put him out of his. Matt, we'll put all of Sh- us out of our misery. Sh- shame. <laughs> uh, Jack, do you mean do, do we just decide to do misery, or do we want to yeah. put Matt? Okay. Well, there that'd we be a nice surprise for him. Yeah. Send him an envelope in the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has he still got a dodgy back? He said last week it was a bit better, right? But he was still yeah. reclined. He's still lying down. Still reclined. All right, cool. We'll do we'll do misery next week uh, without Fine. Luke because Luke will be in Mexico City. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. Um, follow us on Instagram. We are at the Semi Professionals, all in one word. We're also on TikTok at Semi Professionals Podcast. If you want to reach out, ask us a question, whatever, you can send us an email at the at gmail.com. Thank you very much. See you next week. <laughs>